0: Chumba, no purchase necessary. details. Welcome to the 18 Degrees Below Horizon podcast. Real conversations about mental wellness because no one should feel alone. Join your host, Dr. Nicola Felton and John Fouts, as they discuss relevant topics suggested by listeners just like you. Keep in mind that our content is for edutainment purposes only, since a podcast is a one-way street. We hope that we can inspire you to find therapy if you need it. Yeah, and give you some laughs while we're at it. I liked the title that you uh, suggested yesterday, Living Intentionally, because that's, you know, I, I don't try to think about what am I going to do this year as far as uh, the whole, you know, the the standard tradition on New Year's where you make these these promises to yourself that you will accomplish this, that you will do this, and will lose weight, and hit the gym every day, and, and all that. I, you know, I just... I I think that, um, sometimes that is almost damning because in, in my history, you know, whenever I've declared that I would hit the gym every day, I don't, but if I don't declare it, then I'm more (laughs) apt to do it. It's just kind of crazy like that. But, um, Mm -hmm. as far as Mm -hmm. new year's resolutions and stuff goes, but I think living intentionally is a great resolution for everyone to have. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And so last um... night, Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say I didn't get a lot of sleep last night because I made the mistake of watching the Kevin Hart docu series on Netflix, and I'd started it a couple of, <laughs> of days ago, and then got caught up in uh, some other stuff going on, and then last night I watched three episodes back to back, and Kevin Hart has been making me laugh for decades now, but when you get to see the man behind the the comic. Um, It's impressive. I mean, like this guy is not just funny. um, He really wants to, um, you know, he's been chasing his dreams and achieving them and not, not wanting to stop at any plateau. He wants to keep on going. And so now he's, you know, he has his own media empire. And so, you know, and he wants to leave legacy for his kids. And he wants to encourage everybody who grew up not having anything um, to dream big and and don't let these obstacles like the lack of money or the lack of opportunity make your own opportunity and move forward and achieve those dreams because he did so it's a very very impressive uh, man I had no idea that you know he was because he makes me laugh in the movies he makes me laugh doing his stand up and I think his his comedy mm-hmm. is universal um, you know with the way that you know he talks about family and problems and that's universal. Mm-hmm you know? And, uh, but I thought it was interesting that I lost sleep last night because he had me so pumped up <laughs> as far as just the way it just inspired. And so I couldn't sleep that that was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I thought that went well with huh? living intentionally, you know? Yeah, so, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's very interesting. I like Kevin Hart also. I haven't seen his new thing. Don't don't f this up is that the one you're talking that's
0: about that's it that's the one
2: okay yeah i keep seeing it and i was like just just go past that for right now i don't know right. where he's going so. <laughs> so now i have to watch it
0: <laughs> yeah really good i mean so, you know because i yeah. watch his other comedy specials that have been on netflix that was uh highly recommended mm-hmm. for me so okay. and okay. yeah i figured i'd watch it and you know he's he's very transparent the uh flingy hat or whatever in las vegas that derailed um you know or kind of i don't know it, it that was something he had to overcome certainly making amends with his uh second wife and and all that but then you know later on his uh the the oscar debacle and all that and and past tweets and all this other stuff and it just you know so that too kind of spoke to me as far as the living intentionally in that you know it's like you can The things that are in your past, whether it was in 2019 or whether it was, you know, when you're a kid or whatever, these bad things, however you want to describe them, um, they do affect you, but they don't have to define you and you need to keep on moving forward. And that's, again, what Kevin was doing in the uh, in the in the docu-series that wound up keeping me up all night. So <laughs> I should have watched something of a slow burn, something boring. Um, but instead I, I watched that and I was pumped. I was ready to go write a script right then.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. You know, another
0: person that just kind of uh, came up this morning in my YouTube feed was Carrie Fisher. And there was a clip of her doing an interview back during Empire Strikes Back. And I, you know, in the movies, she has the crazy hair, all the Star Wars films. She has the crazy hair and this kind of caked on makeup, you know. But on this interview, she mm-hmm. appeared to have no makeup on. And she is such a naturally beautiful woman. And um, so anyway, then the next suggested clip after I watched that um, was just talking about her life and everything. And I knew that she was very open about being bipolar and having some issues. and uh, But I didn't know... How much of a positive effect that had on the masses, not just the Star Wars fans, but just everybody who loved Carrie Fisher that had mental illness of one kind or another, whether it was, you know, something like being bipolar or whether it was um, something that, um, you know, maybe could be treated just, you know, going in and seeing a therapist. But um, but these people were inspired. To not keep it in the closet, but to go ahead and deal with it and try to get better. So you never know who you're going to inspire by saying, "Hey, you know what? I I'm struggling with this." And then more people. And I see this. I think it's in, uh, isn't it in February that's the mental health month or something. And a couple of my friends are very outspoken about their mental illnesses and and what they've gone through and what they're doing. Uh, you know, to to live life mm-hmm. to the fullest. And what they'll post, and then there's 15 other people that say, "Wow, I'm glad you posted because I'm struggling with this, or I'm dealing with this." And so it's it's encouraging to know that you're not alone.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. It is. It's very encouraging. Um, Now they've May. I think May is actually Mental Health Awareness Mm. Month. However, there is something every single month of the year. Um, Right. So it could be just be kind of worked out a different way. Um, But every single month there is, there is, there is something. So we have a lot of work to do, but, um, (laughs) living intentionally, um, I didn't, um, it's, um, it's, it's interesting how you say, um, you know, you make that new year's resolution and then this would be a good new year's resolution, um, because it's a lifestyle change. It's not mm-hmm. saying, well, I'm going to go to the gym every day. And then day three, you're like, oh, I don't feel like going to the gym. I'm going to push myself. And after about three weeks, like, I, I don't know why I made this, you know. <laughs> um, but it just leads to how we how we make, you know, we make promises to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we don't keep those promises that we make to ourselves. And so living intentionally is, um, I guess, goes beyond that, that promise. Um, and it becomes um a lifestyle change like are you are you surviving just surviving or are you thriving
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, you know are you happy like living intentionally involves like sitting back and thinking about why did i choose the career that i've chosen um why did i marry the woman that i married Mm -hmm. um why did i choose to live where i'm living why do why do i buy this why do, I, why do I do this? And then answering those questions. And when you answer those questions, if you're happy with those answers and they're based on <clears throat> what you really want and what you feel like you need in order to be whole, mm-hmm. then that's that's how you start living intentionally. Like a lot of people will say spouses, for example, your arguments with your spouse all the time. A lot of time we go back and we'll say, let's think about why you married that person. Like what made you fall in love with that person?
1: Mm-hmm. And if
2: you live like you love them, like you chose to marry them Mm -hmm. and not like you're so angry with whatever they did to you yesterday or said to you yesterday. (laughs) then You're living intentionally,
0: you
2: know, uh, because sometimes people are angry or frustrated with you because you're no longer living and treating them like you actually love them or happy to be with them, that you chose them. You know, that's one thing I say to to couples when they get so angry and frustrated with each other is like, you chose each other.
1: Mm -hmm. You have
2: to go back and figure out You know, like, remember why you chose each other. Right. And that's what you have to get and then start living and building from there. Mm -hmm. Same thing of being angry and frustrated with your job. You chose that job. Guess what? You can choose another job. Mm -hmm. You can choose to, to, you know, to do something else. People get overwhelmed and and they say, well, you know, I have to get married and I have to have kids and I have to buy a home and I have to own a car (laughs) and I have to, um, I don't know, have furniture and have to... You know, you, you just have to eat so many things. Like, down south, they say for New Year's, you have to eat black-eyed peas, oh, that's you know, right. on New Year's <laughs> Day. And if you don't, you're going to have bad luck all year long. Right. I can't tell you how many people eat black-eyed peas on New Year's Day and still have bad luck all year right. long. <laughs> because they're not living intentionally. They forgot they even ate the black-eyed peas. Right. You know, things are just happening in their lives, and they're just, like, you know, overwhelmed. It's not it's not about black-eyed peas. I know I'm going to eat black I on New Year's day it's just it's just one of those things you know right you you it's, it's something that I decided when I was thinking about this topic and I was like I'm gonna be writing and talking about this all year long um, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm gonna stay on my toes but it's it's literally my only um resolution to changing the way I live, the way I think, and how I feel about things. Mm-hmm. Um, even when we have anxiety, we have negative thoughts coming up, it's because we have all these fears. And it's like, wait a minute. If you're doing what you want to do and that thing is making you happy, then you have no no fear that it's not going to work or that it's going to fail or someone's going to dis- disapprove of it. Mm-hmm. If that's what you really want to do, you will achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. And you just have to, have to tell yourself that because – what it takes to accomplish that goal, you're going to do those things. Mm -hmm. And that's how you're going to achieve that goal. Right. So it it takes a while to, it just takes a while to get there. But that is what living intentionally is about. It's like really waking up in the morning and not saying, oh gosh, I got to go to work today. I got to cut the grass today. I got to do this, got to do that. You got to wake up and think about what do you want to do? Right. You know, well, I want to go to work. And not because I need to, but because I want to be able to do certain things for my family or certain things for myself, or I just enjoy my job. Right. And if I have time and I feel like it when I come home, I'm going to cut the grass. Because if you live intentionally knowing that you want, you obviously want to do those things, you're not going to put it off forever. Right. It's not that, you know, oh, my grass is going to get so high, I won't be able to do it because I don't want to do it. But living intentionally is really thinking about why you bought that house that has that grass you need to cut in the first place. <laughs> you know when you bought it, you you knew when you bought it, you had to cut the
0: grass. That's
2: right. <laughs> so why are you upset now that you have to cut the grass? You, right. know, you just have to figure out the best time for you to do it. Right. But um, that's that's it's, a, it's really about changing your, your mindset, that intentional, you know, just intentional living
1: mm-hmm. every
2: single day. Um, and just, you know, just realize why you made the choices that you made and go back to that. Mm-hmm. Go back to the beginning of, you know, why you started and right. make a decision stick to it
0: right yeah you know if you can learn to accept the things that you can't change I think there's a lot of peace Mm -hmm. in that and I think too if you allow just like you were talking about the grass cutting you thought this is the perfect palatial estate right now or it's almost like the guy on MTV back in the 80s who um he was some stoner and the, the joke was he was running for president and he was like uh, big White House, mow the lawn. That was his thinking because he didn't want to have to mow the grass, right? Because that is a lot of grass at the White House. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where something that you bought, maybe it's a car that only gets six miles a gallon. Of course, it's the fastest thing on the highway, but you get tired of putting that gas in. Then you learn. You accept that you enjoyed it and and made a bad decision and maybe you should sell it and get something, something that would make you happy again. You know, same thing with the house. Maybe a house isn't for you. Maybe you'd be better off in a condo and someone else does all your yard work as a part of just, you know, you being there. But there's, there's ways that you can look at life and just accept the things like you were talking about, uh, you know, the whole marital thing. And sometimes there are things that we can't, because we can't change other people. We can only change ourselves. Mm -hmm. But when you accept there's something, it's almost like a gift. And I'm not saying to accept bad behavior, but sometimes you just accept the person you fell in love with, with their flaws, because they accept you with yours. And it's like Mm -hmm. a gift because you don't know how many times in the past they have been told, wow, you know what? When you make the R2D2 sound, every time you drink water, it's annoying. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm making that up. I don't know anyone that does that. <laughs> so I, I try to be as ludicrous oh as gosh. possible, but it's one of those things where somebody else made fun of them. And then you say, wow, I I hate it when you do that. But if you will accept that, um, because it's not hurting you, it's not hurting them and just love that person through that. And again, mm-hmm. ludicrous example, but, that is a gift. And I didn't know what a gift that was until, um, there was something last year. I can't even remember what, what it was, but I told Michelle, I said, you know what? I don't necessarily agree with that, but I love you and I accept Mm -hmm. you. And that was such a gift. And half the time I think we're all, I think we all have a stubborn streak anyway, somewhere deep inside. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes when you can just say, Hey, I love you regardless, then then you're more apt to let go of these things personally you know if someone will say hey i love you you know i wish you wouldn't do that but i, I i'm just i'm letting it go and right. so just that that quest for peace
2: mm-hmm. and some things you have to you have to let go like you said mm-hmm. because you're not in control of that or that person mm-hmm. um and you have to decide you know is this a deal breaker um right. if you do your homework Once you marry a person, you will have gotten to know them not 100 percent, but well enough to know, do you love them enough to be able to deal with if there are any like quirky things going on? Like, are you okay with it? Um, You know, so if if you've done due diligence, you know, and being fair to yourself, um, then none of those things will bother you excessively Mm -hmm. anyway. But it's one of those things that you do have to talk about, um, because just cause just like someone has something that might annoy you, trust me, you do some things that annoy them.
0: <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And so they may have a little bit more reserve and not talk about it as much. It's like, right. Oh, you know, it's okay. It's my husband. I love him or whatever. Right. Um, but you know, so, so it's just something that, to, to think about. So yeah. that's, that's also part of intentional living. is like being able to, um, evaluate your choices, evaluate you're doing and how you respond to other people Mm -hmm. uh, and make changes if you need to Uh, Mm -hmm. make changes that benefits you it doesn't mean i'm living intentionally and this is what i'm going to do and i'm not going to change it no it actually means being a lot more flexible even with yourself Mm -hmm. you know um because sometimes we can't change things we definitely can't change anything or anyone else or the things that are around us and so we do have to adjust to that but being able to have um a way for you to adjust uh doesn't mean like, oh, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, it's not going to go my way. So I'm going to go ahead and change and do whatever they want me to do. No, mm-hmm. right. I'm going to have something already in my mind that I'm willing to adjust to. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to do. So I'm still in control of what I am doing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so a lot of people say, oh, you know, push me into a corner. No, push yourself into a corner. Right. You know, you can, you can get out. Right. And so you just have to figure out a way um, to do it. And some things you have to give up, you know. Uh, a lot of people, people get blackmailed and so forth. It's because one, they did something they should not have been doing Two, someone found out about it. Mm-hmm. And three, that person threatened to tell someone they did not want to know about the, the situation. And so they were able to blackmail them. Mm-hmm. So you have to one say, well, I shouldn't do those things that I want anyone right. to know about. I shouldn't <laughs> do those things that, you know, want to hurt anyone and have someone sneaking around seeing me. But in the bottom line, if you have done those things, you have to say, um, it's okay for me to let the person know that I've hurt them so I can move past this. Right. Otherwise you're trapping yourself. Right. You know, so for those, those people out there listen to the, um, podcast, if you're being blackmailed, just go ahead and, you know, just <laughs> go ahead and let it go.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> because
2: the person's going to find out anyway.
0: And you know, really, you know? and you save money that way <laughs> or whatever mm-hmm. they're trying to extort from you and you finally find yeah. freedom.
2: Yeah. You find a fine freedom. Yeah. Because I can't tell you how many people have said, um, it's one thing for you to have done those things to hurt me, but the lens that you went to mm-hmm. to keep me from knowing about it right. was ridiculous.
0: Yeah. And again, that goes right back to the Kevin Hart <laughs> series on Netflix. So <laughs> oh,
2: okay. I, I, no, I definitely have to watch it. But it's, you know, it's, it's something to think about. Like you have to think about your life. Um, Mm-hmm. And and what you want to do, like you're living with a bunch of secrets. I'm not saying tell all your secrets, but stop holding on to them. Right. They're not they're not helpful to you. Just let them go.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and we do that. We hold on to the past. We hold on to people that have uh, the pain. You know, that people have caused us, and, mm-hmm. um, and we don't realize that we're continuously hurting ourselves
1: mm-hmm. by doing
2: that. So, but it's it's time for us to be able to make choices for people to make choices in their lives. Their going to be um uh functioning functional for them Mm -hmm. you know choices that are going to be beneficial to us versus everyone else in the world because if everyone does it then we don't have to take care of anyone else we just take care of ourselves right doesn't mean you don't care about other people you don't take care of them i'm just talking about every single day that you're getting up and you're making the choice to go to work or be with the person that you chose or to make a purchase or something just to live your life whatever choice it is and if your choice If you're living intentional is to care for someone else, then that's you. That's Mm -hmm. what you do. Um, Just don't let someone force you into doing it to the point that you're uh, unhappy and uncomfortable with with what you're doing.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. But that's, I know we've talked about it before, you know, the whole self-assessment thing. And I do a lot of meditating. That's how I kind of, I don't know, view things. Um, mm-hmm. you know, ponder things, kind of look at things, try to, you know, step out of myself to better look at the situations. And so, um, there are times where you just, you've tried to fix something or you're trying to make something work and you just have to, I mean, and it doesn't matter that you with best of intentions entered into this agreement, whatever it is, this relationship, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not healthy, then that's, you're you're letting yourself down if you stay in it or, you, you know, if there's a resolution, awesome. But if there's not, don't do yourself a disservice by staying in whatever situation, whether it's work, um, whether it's a relationship, whatever it is. Um, and two, you know, sometimes family members, uh, and we've discussed this numerous times as far as how to deal with the holidays. Sometimes family members hurt you and it's an abuse, even though they don't get physical with it it's a mental thing and they try to bring you down or, right. you know, and some people think it's funny. Oh, I'm going to cut you down, whatever, you know, the whole, the back in the eighties mm-hmm. lingo. Um, and it's, it's not funny. You know, I think we, with a wink and a nod, we tolerate it for too long and then mm-hmm. it starts eating away at us and we have to look after us. And if that means, you know what, um, I'm supposed to, you know, uh, be with family over the holidays, that kind of obligation, which is just, a fiction it's just shackles that we don't really need um then you know make a decision to be healthy look after yourself Mm -hmm. and maybe maybe later on after you get away from that toxicity you'll feel better and maybe you can actually be together with your family once a year or twice a year or whatever but don't don't put yourself out in that situation where you get hurt because sometimes again they don't get physical they don't throw things but sometimes those mental uh, jabs especially where there's a scar emotional scar it just brings everything back to the surface and that's not a gift that's a curse Mm
2: -hmm. you know i have something to say about that about um family because i'm i'm all about um you know taking things and um You know, forgiving people and kind of moving on. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean going back. Sometimes the pain is so deep for people that have harmed you. And I am talking about immediate family members. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have harmed you so much that if you keep going back the next time, they may actually be better. They may not treat you the same way they treated you before. They may not Mm -hmm. um, dig into you emotionally, but psychologically, you've already been traumatized. So if you go and you're still holding on to that, you have to recognize what it is you're holding on to Mm -hmm. and if that's going to be painful for you to see. Um, And so if if you're going to have a difficult time just seeing them because you're like – Waiting to see if they're going to say something or they're going right. to do something. They right. never, they never, they never do it. But emotionally, you are a wreck because mm-hmm. you're stressed and thinking, "Well, that's what they normally do." Um, right. And so you have to be mindful of that too, like where you are. Um, and so, you know, maybe you can't spend the next Christmas with them. Right. Maybe you have to be like really, really old people and you've lost your memory before you can do that. You right. know, um, <laughs> but I say, you know, don't torture yourself. Find different things that you can do, like move past the status quo. Right. Um, I was looking for an outfit for Valentine's Day. And um, the question came up is, what color are you looking for? Because, you know, I wasn't looking at anything red. And I said, I think I want to wear burgundy this year. Mm -hmm. And so I get a look from this person going, burgundy, but red is Valentine's (laughs) Day. I know. (laughs) I know that. I know that. You know that. The whole world knows that. Right. But I'm going to wear burgundy. <laughs> That's what I'm going
0: to wear. <laughs> That's right. So you you have <laughs> so, to look after yeah. you. It's kind of funny. Um, There was one of the Christmas gatherings that Michelle and I went to, and she was dressed all in red and green. And I Johnny Cashed it. Pretty much I was dressed in black. <laughs> My Apple oh. Watch had a red band, and that was Uh-oh. only peeking through the little holes, the the band was black, but it had little yellow, little red coming through. That was well, kind of, that's where I was honestly, part of mm-hmm. Christmas, you know? And uh, so yeah. I was just trying to, you know, let my label kind of relay whatever. And I was still open to having, you know, an entertaining time, but no, I was not really, you know, Michelle is so excited about Christmas and new year's and all these, you know, holidays, which that's awesome. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy your jubilance, but for me, I, like I say, I just Johnny cashed, I even had black boots on. So, <laughs> <laughs> but so that's not necessarily the Christmas colors, but it, it was for <laughs> me, man, you know,
2: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got to do you do what's do what's comfortable in and i haven't never really wanted to fit in anyway yeah we're going to a they Everyone has the same color i don't want to wear that color but i have worn it in the past but not this year right
0: (laughs) it's funny michelle sent me a picture she was um a part as far as the old workplace which she still works there Um, She was a part of the um, chorus, like the carolers that would sing at the big dinner party thing that they threw on the Friday before Christmas. And so anyway, um, she sent me some pictures of everybody dressed up and I remember the days. And as a TV producer, I had to dress nicely and I was pushing the limits wearing jeans every day, but that's just me, but button downs and nice shoes and all this stuff. And I'm not saying I'm, opposed to dressing up but i am much more comfortable dressing down but anyway but i saw you know how they were all dressed up and i i just i don't miss that aspect of my old job and um mm-hmm. you know but i tolerated it mm-hmm. because it was you know a nice pay and everything but yeah i think mm-hmm. sometimes you need to evaluate what does make you happy I, I don't enjoy shaving mm-hmm. every day. I mean, you know, I'm pretty bohemian as an artist. So <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> now I can do what I want to yeah. do. So
2: <laughs> yeah. You have to be comfortable in your own skin. I think that's one of the biggest things. Definitely. Um, you know, we're not often comfortable in our own skin. Mm-hmm. We want to just try to fit in. And that's not living intentionally. That's not even um, surviving. That's like kind of being, you know, a puppet. I'm going to do what everyone else is right is doing because it is a norm and people have accepted it and people are not going to stare at me and um you know I'm not going to feel out of place but you do feel out of place inside you're torn mm-hmm. um because that's not what you you know that's not what you want to do right but you know I challenge everyone this year to really make the best choice for them like mm-hmm. what is that you really truly want to be doing you know if you want to change jobs change jobs i mean many years ago um a lot of adults were um, having a difficult time in um, making some choices. Tell me, tell me what it is that, um, you think about some of the things that people have made choices on.
0: Um, you know, thinking about different things that are just kind of universal. Um, you know, I think one, a lot of people want to fit in, Vers- but they they still want to stand out they want to be they, they want to compromise they more or less get that consolation prize in being almost who they are but yet not and i think some people hold themselves back further by saying um you know i would really like to wear a, a bracelet but um you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to seem like I'm copying. So-and-so same thing with beards or dresses or high heels or whatever. And if you enjoy it, that doesn't mean that you're copying them. It just means that you have something in common with that person. And that may be the president of the company and other people may see that as schmoozing, but if you, the first time I got, uh, some born shoes, B O R N, it's a, uh, brand. They were more comfortable than my tennis shoes and yet they were dressy. So I would come home from work and change shirts, but, and maybe even put my jogging pants on and put the borns back on, which is kind of an odd, uh, you know, uh, kind of dressing there, but yet that was comfortable and I didn't care who right. saw me. Right. I'd walk the dogs. I'd, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, people can take me right. as I am. But, um, but anyway, but my whole point exactly. is just if it, if it's comfortable and, and sometimes that's a physical thing, sometimes that's an emotional thing, but I perform better at, at, as far as every artistic endeavor, every, uh, you know, everything that I create, if I'm comfortable, then it just flows. But, um, I had to do a right. commercial for a friend of mine hired me to be on camera talent, which I don't know when I'm going to do that again. Cause that was rough, but Um, standing in front of two cameras and 15 people and stage lights and all this stuff really threw me off and I wasn't comfortable and I still pulled it off. I saw the commercial uh, about a week ago, um, but I I wasn't happy with what I'd done, but she said she liked it. The director said that it was a success. So, okay, I'm going to take you at your word, but I was so uncomfortable and I just, I could not, I started losing the lines. Um, you know, thank God there weren't, uh, you know, yeah. like thank God there wasn't blocking where I had to go from point A to point B and orate the lines because mm-hmm. that would have been even worse. But you have to be comfortable. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask because I was going to say, um, you know, because we were coming close to the end before I put it out there. I just want mm-hmm. an idea um, just like, you know, Like what the general population thinks about being um, like making choices for themselves, being Mm. comfortable. Just like you said, you know, when you are pushed to to do something that you really weren't comfortable with, you're not going to be successful at it. Right. But what happens is that we do it. We push ourselves to be successful at it, um, and and well, to do it, then we're not successful at it. Then we're uncomfortable, and then guess what? We fail. Mm-hmm. And then we're angry with ourselves, and we beat ourselves up for failing something that we didn't want to do anyway. Yep.
1: Exactly. And it takes,
2: yeah, it takes someone, you know, who who really truly cares about you and really knows what your intentions were to be able to say um, that can't be that kind of challenge to you because it's not anything that you were truly comfortable with or anything that you desired to do mm-hmm. in the first place, and have to remind you uh, of the time when you said, I really don't want to do this. Right. Um, and we, we forget about that. We get caught up in, well, I'm doing it. And so I'm going to be successful, successful at it, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and we have to take a step back and, and kind of look at our choices. Mm -hmm. Um, my, my son, he's 15, but he, he did a, um, just a good lesson for me. It was at the end of the year when we were making decisions about our puppies and reminded me that he was never sure and that he said that to me. And mm-hmm. I said, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it.
1: It's going <laughs> to be fine.
2: Um, and it wasn't fine. <laughs> and so that's, that's something that you have to think about. So it was, it was definitely an eye opener. And that's really how I came up with um, living intentionally. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I need to start living the way he has always lived. He's always been fairly successful in things that he wanted to do. I remember when he wanted to do, um, Taekwondo and we were like, okay, um, you can do it. And then when he didn't want to do it anymore, Mm -hmm. we stopped. Um, and we let him stop. And then he made the decision to want to go back. We let him go back and he's been doing it ever since. (laughs) Uh, So, right. You know, but, um, you know, when you're ready to make make the changes and the choices in your life, you have to um, just speak up and do them. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it doesn't work for you, you have to stop. Right. And we often uh, do not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we just kind of either go with the flow or, you know, it's um it becomes much more of a challenge, mm-hmm. and it's it's sad because we we don't realize that we put our own self in that situation at some point in time. Mm-hmm. We could have said, "No, this doesn't work for me," or "Right, no, I'm not comfortable doing this." Mm-hmm. Um,
0: you know, and, and then going, let that be that. going back to what you were saying about you know when we were talking about couples, and this also applies to friendships. Um, you know, some people, and I can't remember the saying, but you know, some people just come through your life and speak a word of encouragement or whatever. And that's, they're, they're done. You know what I mean? Their purpose in your life is done. Now that encouragement may continue to ring. Um, Some people come into your life for a season um, and we've discussed Mm -hmm. this on a previous podcast. Um, And then some of them are lifers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some of them are just outright lifers. And the one thing that we all Mm -hmm. have to keep in mind is that we are all evolving. We are not robots. We are not, you know, we, we evolve. Our tastes change, both the movies that we like, um, the wine that we like, the beer, the friendships. Um, and due to... a a lot of commonalities you may have strong friendships and then when you decide you're going to be a writer versus a director and somebody's a producer and they decide that they're going to do you know we're just going to part ways and it's not anything angry it's just you know what we're growing apart which is fine um my first wife and i we grew apart we did not evolve together and that's something that michelle and i do well is evolve together and by evolving together, we get closer and closer, um, just kind of intertwined, if you will. Mm-hmm. And we enjoy that. We enjoy growing together, but no one's stand, standing still. And I I caught up with a buddy of mine that I hadn't talked to in 10 years. And he started the whole conversation off saying, man, I've been through a lot of hell and I'm not the same person that you knew 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm not either, but I mean, and we started talking and then we were laughing and it felt like it was 10 years wow. ago, you know? But I, I think being observant that we do go through things and we aren't the same person that we were a decade ago or two decades ago. Right. I think that, you know, being able to see that and to have those relationships, whether it's your spouse or whether it's a friend who chooses to be there, not obligatory. Well, you know, you're my brother. I've got to do this, um, you know, parents, kids, all that obligatory stuff. Um, You want to be there. And that makes all the difference in the world.
2: So I think that's very important. I think that that's something a part of uh, living intentionally is surrounding yourself with people who really want to be a part of your life, who are really looking Mm -hmm. out for your Mm -hmm. best interest. Um, Sometimes we get caught Mm -hmm. up and confused and like i said you know thinking we have to get married and we have to do this and we have to do that or couples that have been together you know for (laughs) for many years i have young people um who you know say well you know we've been together for so long everyone expects us to get married but you guys are not even in love anymore like you know that's why we're having a conversation like you guys are like don't like each other um,
0: right. so, um, right. you know,
2: and, and you say things like we've grown apart, blah, 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 but you're planning a wedding at the same time. It's so interesting to have that conversation, right. then have that person come in every single week talking about how closer and closer they're getting to actual wedding date. But at the same time, the arguments are getting worse and yeah. you're growing, you know, so distant apart to the point that you have, you can't even agree on when to have children and how to raise them. Um, It's just, it's, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a difficult position to be in, but if they, they both start living, I mean, it's not like one person's in love and the other one isn't. It's like, these people are not in love with each other. It's like, that should, that should be easy. Right. right? That should be easy. (laughs) Right.
0: Right. And thank God you found out now (laughs) versus, you know, uh, 15, 20 years down the road. And it's like, wow, you know what? We knew we weren't going to work. And yet we did it anyway. And you know, then there's kids in the balance and all that stuff. And I think that's one of, I think every, and this is just my opinion, but I think everybody who is planning on getting married should go see a marriage counselor just, and, and not necessarily, I, I think at one point because my marriage was so bad to my first wife um, and it was oil and water. I don't mean to sound any, uh, you know, I, I don't mean to say anything disparaging about her It just didn't work. Uh, We just weren't uh, compatible really. But yet we, we made that decision to, you know, get married and have kids and all that stuff. But I think at one point it got so bad and I was just so, um, just down on marriage that if people told me that they were going to get married, I'd try to talk them out of it. And if I couldn't talk them out of it, then I felt like, yeah, you know what, then you guys should get married, Mm -hmm. which was Mm -hmm. wrong, totally wrong. Um, because now I can go to a marriage ceremony and I can rejoice with everybody, but go to a marriage counselor who won't try to talk you out of it, but help you to see, um, you know, the pros and cons, do you, you know, have you thought about everything? Because my ex and I didn't talk about how the kids would be disciplined. We didn't talk about, um, a lot of parenting things and what we expected and wanted in our own lives. So it was almost like, um, you know, traveling along in two different boats. And sometimes we would come together and go, yay, we're, you know, and then other times, you know, we're, we're driving off in other directions, but yet we're still tethered, which makes for awful right. um, travel. Right. So, but to go to someone who can actually just say, Hey, let's look at this yeah. in reality and just let's, let's see yeah. what's going oftentimes on. oftentimes
2: people in relationships don't want to ask questions the closer they get to their wedding day, because they think that that's going to cause a problem. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, that's a kind of problem. You know, you're not going to get married, or you need to ask those questions. And so, right. um, working with someone else who is, um, you know, um, disinterested, you know, um, is not partial to uh, being biased one way or another can help you ask those questions that you really should ask before um, you get married. You know, so that you right. go in with your eyes wide open um you know being being intentional about your relationship and not being in the dark because that's what it is when you're not living intentionally you really are living in the dark well i'm just going to go do this i don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. i don't know how it's going to turn out i'm just going along right. for the ride i'm just going to you know and um that's not helpful to anyone especially to you mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: so, but yeah that's one thing that i i would like to um, I guess say at the, at the, uh, end is challenge people, um, to, you know, I know our, our podcast is, I mean, I think it's good, but I, I do know that it's all over the place. Um, but I know it is, uh, right. clear for some, for some people, but I challenge people to, if you don't mm-hmm. get anything out of anything else for all the podcasts we're going to do for the rest of 2020, um, challenge people to live their best life to live intentionally on purpose. It means on purpose Um, and Mm -hmm. to change things that you feel as though you need to change all those things that you've been afraid of, all those questions you want to ask that you don't ask because you're afraid for the answer. Go for it, you know, Um, so that you can make the Mm -hmm. best decisions for yourself. Um, You know, we often like, we're just, Mm -hmm. I'm just afraid. I want to, I don't want to ask because I don't want to know, but you do want to know because it's bothering you. You know, (laughs) <laughs> just, ask, just right. ask the questions. Yeah. get the answers that you need and live your life to the fullest you will be happier because of it
0: right because i think number one you need mm-hmm. to learn to love yourself which is tough because sometimes i think we all mm-hmm. don't like ourselves we will we, we'll do something or or say something or uh whatever the case is but um and sometimes it's something from your past but you need to learn to love yourself and two you need to not compare yourself to others you know you can be inspired by a kevin hart or somebody who has you know because part of what he was saying in the docu series was he started with nothing and um being raised by his mom his dad was a drug addict and and would you know just i mean like it it wasn't a healthy family and so the mom kicked the dad out and then it was tough i mean like he said they you know lived in poverty but yet Now he is the top paid comedian around the globe. And so if he could do it, then, then everybody else can do it. So if it's that kind of inspiration, still don't compare yourself to Kevin Hart or Arnold Schwarzenegger. He has another impressive, uh, you know, story of as far as how he came to the United States and became a uh, action superstar. Um, But you know, so be inspired, but don't compare. Don't, don't think that you have to follow somebody else's path. Like, well, okay, I need to learn to tell good jokes and I need to hit the gym every day and, and become huge. And then I can be Schwartz of <coughs> your heart. Right. Um, find what mm-hmm. makes you happy and, and find what your drives are and just be real about it. Cause some people are very happy, um, doing that nine to five and it's, and they don't want to be too creative with it because they want to be able to leave work behind and come home and enjoy home life. And that's awesome. Um, Some people are creative like me and it's hard to stop at five Mm -hmm. o'clock. It's, you know, and you have so much going on and, you know, but anyway, but I I know what drives me and I'm blessed to have a wife who supports that mindset. But I think, you know, too, with your friends and family, if they are legitimately there for you, love you unconditionally, um, don't hide the secrets from them. And I'm not saying like we said earlier, you know, you don't have to divulge it all, but um, I found out uh, a while back that a good friend of mine has been dealing with a drug addiction for years. And I didn't know it. I knew he was having financial issues and, and job issues and all this stuff, but I didn't know he was on drugs but he didn't share that with me until just a little bit ago because he was embarrassed. And he, you know, even though he and I are like brothers, he didn't want to, um, you know, he, he didn't want my opinion of him to change and it didn't, you know, it's kind of like when I was uh, getting a divorce and there were certain people that I thought, wow, these are the religious zealots who will damn me if I, if they find Mm -hmm. out that I'm getting a divorce and turns out, Um, one was also getting a divorce and she really needed a friend to lean on. And I wasn't there. She and I both had the same mentality. Mm -hmm. We can't, you know, we can't (laughs) divulge what's really going on. Right. That's, you know, and so don't, don't hide those things that are painful, um, that you need someone to help shore up that burden and carry it with you until you get out from underneath that Mm -hmm. rain. You know, let somebody bring that umbrella mm-hmm. into your life. Because you never
2: know who's who's there to help you.
0: Mm-hmm. And th- there was a good friend of mine from college that whenever I'd have a, uh, like, I'd be having a bad day. And I'd call him up just to kind of get some stuff off my chest. And he was having 10 times as bad a day that, <laughs> consistently. And so I would say, hey, man, you know, this is happening. And he's like, oh, my gosh, man, I'm glad you called because this is happening. And it's huge. I mean, like, mine was an independent film. His was a blockbuster movie. I mean, you know, of turmoil. So um, you never mm-hmm. know. You never know. And and that's what friends and family are for, the right. true friends and family. And I, I think those are mm-hmm. more chosen yeah. than blood.
2: This is very true. <laughs> Good point. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And two, um, you know, if need be cut Mm -hmm. those unhealthy ties, I think we've discussed that in, in previous podcasts, but do yourself a favor. If there are people who are toxic in your life, um, you don't have to continue being around them. You don't have to contend with them being in your lives. And, uh, so I would encourage just, you know, think about it. Is it worth it to be around this toxic person that every time you get around them, you wind up having to, I don't know, drink or sleep for a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? It takes yeah. a toll on you and it's just not worth it. Again, uh, happy new year and nice to to kick it off with uh, a very good topic that I think is universal.
2: I like it. Ready? Ready for 2020?
0: Yes. Um,
2: looking forward to our next podcast. I really am. I'm looking forward to all the podcasts for 2020. I think we had a great year last year, and yeah, so I'm looking looking forward to um, pumping out some more and kind of keep keep going. So I did. I got a message from a young lady who, um. I, I let her know what this podcast, or the title of it was, because she had sent me an email with a message in it. And I said, that's what we're going to be talking about, living intentionally. Nice. And so um, she's a few podcasts behind. She always listens to our podcast, but she's taking a road trip. And on her road trip, she's going to get caught up and listen to all of our podcasts. So I'm oh,
0: very, that is awesome.
2: Excited. I'm not going to say what she is, but shout out to you.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, and then she's going to get to this one, and she's going to say, wow, the audio quality was just <laughs> immaculate so
2: that's all all you
0: (laughs) that's my goal that's my goal i'm a tech head so (laughs) but it's always good to hear back from people and uh, get that encouragement that yes people are listening yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of 18 Degrees Below Horizon podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 18 Degrees Below Horizon and on Twitter at 18 Degrees Below. You'll find links to your host's social media accounts there, too. If you have topics you want to hear discussed, reach out to us via social media or our extra long email address, 18 degrees below horizon podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, remember, happiness is possible.